Hello and welcome to the third in a series of podcasts created by IMCD, a global leader in the sales, marketing and distribution of specialty chemicals and ingredients. In 2020, IMCD celebrated its 25th anniversary. It started small in 1995 and has steadily grown into the major global player that it is today in a consolidated industry. I'm Katrina Sickle, I'm a broadcaster and moderator, and I have the pleasure and privilege of marking this major milestone with four of the company's group business leaders that are sharing this virtual space. So without further ado, let me introduce them. We have with us today Frank Schneider. He is Business Group Director for Coatings and Construction. Olivier Champeau, he is Business Group Director of Advanced Materials. We also have Marco Madahu, who is Business Group Director for Lubricants and Energy. We also have with us Fikri Alemdaroglu, who is Business Group Director for Synthesis. I am going to ask you all to distill your considerable expertise and your experience and share some insights to some of the biggest issues impacting the industry today in this episode, sustainability. I think you'll agree with me that embedding sustainability in a company's organization and culture really does present a new and complex challenge. But as for all challenges, clear opportunities for growth, clear opportunities for reputation management and more. So let's explore all of that. Let's explore how your entrepreneurial spirit is enabling wider access for market solutions across the value chain. So I think let's hone in on the future and say what's different for 2021 and what's driving that change. A few years back, uh, a lot of companies were reacting to new regulation, new regulation to changes, etc. The difference we see now is a lot of companies are, I would say, proactively embracing sustainability, not as a constraint, but much more as a source of opportunity. It has grown in the last few years, coming from the consumer, consumer requirements. Initially, I think there was a lot about regulation, about external factors coming in. And I think more and more companies see that the consumers, the younger generation, they really want this. They include this not only in the way they buy, but in the way they consume, in the way they work, etc. And I think okay. this is changing completely the approach that many companies have to this. I agree. I mean, it's, it's probably recent. Uh, I would say that in the last couple of years, we did see uh, a big push on that. But I will not undervaluate this year. I mean, the COVID, the pandemic has accelerated substantially and has, I think has impacted the mindset of people. Uh, I mean, we, we are realizing that we are growing substantially. I mean, the social distance, how difficult it was to keep social distance in a world that is full of people. And, and this is going to grow. I mean, we're going to go 30 to 40% in the next 30 years and resources are less. So people are more, let's say, their mindset is more, you know, they're more careful about energy consumption. Uh, they're more careful about uh, what they eat, what they consume, uh, the way they go to, their, to work or to, to, to see their families. I mean, that is, you know, a lot of uh, work for us, eh, where we have to develop our next 25 years, I would say. 
Fikri, what do you think is driving this change? I think the last, let's say, year or two, yeah, especially the younger generation pushed it really well. I mean, like, look at the all Friday for future movements and so on. These are really, you see that the younger generation wants this, yeah. Even my kids, yeah, they also even ask for this, yeah. What, why do we consume this? Why? When I was young, I mean, that, that was not even a question, but now this became a question. Why are we doing this? Why are we consuming it? And it became a real thing, I, I see, the sustainability and, and really requested by people, not just policymakers, yeah? In, in principle, we, we talk about one or two years where it had really taken off with much more speed. And, and when you look at it, you would have wished normally that a d development that has started in the 70s has then led to Green Party uh, uh, foundations in, um, in, the, in the early 80s, around Europe, primarily first in Europe. Um, and, and now we say now, in the last two years, and, and I think we all agree on that, in the last two years, this has taken off dramatically in speed. It's for me embarrassing for our industry because climate change was on the table for 40 years. So what you see is here, it's not an evolutionary process. Or when it, if it was an evolutionary process, it was a very, very long evolution to then become a total disruption because this year and last year for me was a disruptive year in sustainability. Is it an evolution? Is it a revolution? Is it a disruption? Is it a slow market change or does it depend? There must be a really a big change happening here. Yeah? I mean, what we see is still in the chemical world, this is, let's say, a small, let's say, a slow change. Yeah? And uh, the chemical industry have been very protective of its, let's say, technologies, of its, let's say, investments. Yeah? And just recently, they have decided, okay, what can our products do? What is the life cycle of our products? Are they really good like that or can we do it better? Yeah. And this information actually was fed in from the customer side to the chemical industry. And we as IMCD, as the, the leading distributor here, we also feed the suppliers here with the market information and what they can do to make a change. So when we talk sustainability, where specifically can you add value as a distributor and as IMCD as a distributor? We work with producers from countries that have, do not have the same level of chemical, uh, chemical industry quality uh, that we know. And, um, and I noticed uh, when I was visiting um, suppliers in countries that are further away from and, and also further away from the level of industrialization, uh, I was seeing things that shocked me completely were I saw production processes uh, and also the way they were treating waste in their production, they just let it into uh, into rivers or into water, something that had been banned in uh, in Europe for a long time, and it seemed to us natural. I think our influence here is 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 important. So in the in the more industrialized areas, I see um, a, a dialogue that we have, and there we have an exchange of expertise with producers on the supplier side and with producers on the customer side. When we go to areas um, um, in, in countries that are on a lower level or regions that are on a lower level, it's more that us can challenge something as well and that we can also give advice to, uh, to a producer. We cannot give advice to a, to a German chemical producer uh, how he should um, uh, become better and more sustainable. They drive this uh, themselves. But if we go to, to the smaller ones in, 
in, in, in more uh, distant uh, locations. I think uh, if we go there and say, listen, if you do this, sure. your product yeah, will yeah. be much more uh, attractive uh, for on, on, uh, on a global scale, and we will then be much better positioned to market your products. I think here we can have a lot of influence. Same on the customer side. What I'm hearing there very much is we can be an influencer mm -hmm. and a challenger. And absolutely. I was just, you know, uh, I don't want to, to, to duplicate what Frank just said, but I think it's diversifying. I mean, market by market, it can be different, the, the, the value we give. Uh, just for a, for a tangible example, we are developing in East Africa um, low emission fuels, and those customers are um, asking for support because the technology is very new for them. I mean, it's not the same thing in Europe where... Uh, the technology is very advanced. On the same, at the same time, we need to support our supplier in, uh, you know, extending this mindset to customers. So I think it's is 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 the beauty of MCD to to be able to diversify the value, country yeah. by country, uh, and market by market. I would also see us uh, as a kind of bridge mm. between the suppliers and and the customers. And the reason why I'm saying this is is twofold. First of all, we all need to remember that. Most of the customers we are dealing with as a distributor, they are small and medium-sized companies. And it, it is a fact that small and medium-sized companies are the most innovative companies in the world. They are bringing change. They are challenging the status quo. So on the one hand, we are the extension of our supplier. We can bring them you know, uh, ideas about the market needs, etc. But at the same time, so we can feed our suppliers, but at the same time, we also kind of educate our customers yeah. that, you know, as we said earlier, suddenly the push, the need for green solutions has emerged over the last two years. But the reality is many of these products, they require industrial development. Yeah. yeah. And it that, needs, that needs, requires yeah. a lot of time. So, that's why this idea of sustainability as a transition, as a journey, is extremely important. And we have a, a role to play on both sides in this respect. Fikri, you want and to add something? Yeah, I, need, I want to yeah. add something here. There are also some ideas. They want a disruptive change yeah, from one day to another. Let's delete all the petrochemicals and let's replace them by you know, plant-based renewables. Surely, the, where, where it makes sense, yes, we are moving, or, or we as IMCD also promoting the solution of, let's say, renewable, based on renewable products. But one has to also see the whole life cycle of a product, yeah? Yes, during the production of a petrochemical, you will generate CO2, but how much CO2 you will save finally? That's also the life cycle analysis that we do. And we also promote this into, to our customers. A plant-based material does not mean that it is sustainable because yeah. it can also yes. negatively affect a food chain. We need to be we need to be very very careful here. Yeah, Perfect. we need to not just go, go into these hypes. Yeah, we need to ha have a trade-off, a balanced approach here. For example, yeah. we do market uh, uh, raw materials for foam making. Yeah, in IMCD. Yeah, uh, these chemicals. Yes, they are based on petrochemicals, but these forms finally are 
light in weight, they are good for automotive applications, and they also isolate very well. And finally, they save energy, they save heating energy that, that we use at our homes or in the industry. So finally, our supplier made an analysis and said, yes, we do produce one unit of carbon dioxide, but finally we save three units of carbon dioxide. This is a good trade-off, I see. Where is that focus going to be for IMCD when we look to the future, the immediate future? First of all, we noticed when we, when we started to dig into this years ago already, we noticed that our intelligence, our own intelligence in this was limited. And we were living from what we were receiving from suppliers, from, uh, from regulation uh, authorities, or what we got from, uh, from external sources. Um, I do believe that IMCD has made a tremendous way forward in building up an own uh, um, think tank that uh, is, is working on building up intelligence throughout all our industries, because it's not only affecting us in the petrochemical part, it's also in the, in the, on the life science side. We need to have a balanced approach. Fikri is absolutely right. So we need to have the intelligence. We need to know uh, what is the right way to do. So building up this intelligence is one thing. Business group by business group, we have to establish this. And, uh, and we did this. We, uh, we, we, we established so-called sustainable focal, sustainability focal points throughout our coatings business. And there we, we then really um, tried to understand what is the best way to do something? And by the way, these, these, these uh, ways can change because we, 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 we change our, our intelligence. Investing into this, into brain work here, is important um, for me. In general, energy and environmental impact is, is a focus. I mean, I would say for my business group in, uh, in particular, um, we have been touching this in the previous podcast on, uh, on, uh, on trends, but you know, the e-mobility and uh, electrical cars uh, or the impact of uh, lubricants into the sea, so in the marine oils, is absolutely essential uh, in, the, in the future strategy. We needed these people, uh, our people, thinking about how to develop our products. And um, I can tell you also a very tangible example again, uh, sometimes we are able to develop uh, or discover uh, sustainable products from our supplier that they were not actually made to be sustainable. And that's, that's thanks to our labs, thanks to our uh, technical people, thanks to our trust uh, you know, in between the different partners. So uh, absolutely, I think, I think these trends uh, need, need IMCD uh, to, be, to, be, you know, to be delivering at the right value. Advanced materials include plastics. As you know, I mean, plastic and how plastic can spoil the environment is, is a major uh, issue. Uh, and, and we take it very positively in the sense that uh, we are focusing a lot about recycling, recyclability, how we can help our customers produce things that are truly recyclable. You know, and, and the other element in, in hand for us uh, or, or focus for us is how we can help our customers improve their uh, operational footprint, reducing waste, energy consumptions, all of these things, which are, I think, as Fikri mentioned earlier, also extremely important. It's not just about green. It's about the overall cycle and getting, I would say, a kind of holistic approach about industrial activities and finished goods. 
there are, let's say, some specific, of course, moves that all our business groups are doing. And there's a very good synergy also that we need to mention here. For example, in Synthesis Business Group and together with the others, we do have green task forces that we really exchange information from different countries because one aspect we shouldn't forget is the policymakers. And there are policymakers, they make different rules in different countries and we need to follow this. We need to follow these trends, yeah? And our colleagues from different countries, they gather generally online, of course, one has to say, yeah, in order to save also CO2, uh, that they um, gather together, they share this, this uh, idea. And one thing one maybe has to say, chemical industry, of course, has not been, a, ha doesn't have the nice reputation when it comes to sustainability. People do not understand what chemical industry is doing actually in order to save emissions, in order to be more sustainable. I think this is important yeah. that we reflect what we say, what we do also in the way we, uh, we, we work every day. And uh, that has been to be visible to, to our uh, supplier customer and, uh, and most of all to our people. And uh, uh, we've been going through um, a lot of thinking in, uh, about uh, new workplaces. You know, this pandemic situation has been uh, uh, changing completely the way we interpret the life in the offices. So uh, we, we decided we're working with, uh, with um, uh, Architects uh, Solution uh, Company uh, to move to the new offices, which would be, uh, you know, very high certificate in terms of uh, environmental impact but you know we'll also give the possibility to people to actually have an electrical company car so they can recharge the car uh, or to use for instance public transport rather than their own car so it is something that is also moving in the mindset of how we do interpret the daily life in our offices is there anything else you want to tell me about some of those mechanisms internally that are helping you um, keep sustainability right at the forefront of people's minds. Perhaps I can give Catherine a, a couple of examples from my business group. Like uh, we, we as synthesis, let's say we are in the, let's say, beginning of the value chain, chemical value chain here. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. um, where we deal with more the reactive chemicals. Yeah. And this, of course, gives us the chance actually to, to change already in the beginning of resin making, already a performance chemical making, let's say the advantage to propose solutions which are sustainable. For example, one customer of ours in Spain, they were looking for a product which gives less styrene emission. Styrene is, is bad for, let's say, also has best bad toxicity profile. And we used from a, a large chemical producer, a specialty monomer, so that this styrene emission can be reduced actually to nearly to zero levels. That is actually put value on the product, I mean, on the product of our customer, which our supplier even did not know that this would add such a value. So, I mean, you see that because of our both synergies in different, let's say, business units, yeah, and also globally, this also brings us these values and that brings us the sustainable products. Another key element is uh, certifications in some cases, just to make sure that, because, and because some of them are really ticket to the games, you need to have them. And typically in, uh, at IMCD in France, since 2016, we started to be, uh, we have started to work on this and we got the Ecovadi certification uh, in 2016, the gold one, and last year we uh, renewed it. And once again, we got the gold 
uh, Ecovalley certification being part of the top 1% of the companies in our sector. So it is important to, to have this to the outside world, to, to show our commitment. But I think equally important, it's the, the managerial point behind this to say to our teams, guys, we don't do it only for the outside world. We do it because it's our own commitment to, to you, to our children, to society. And would you say that sustainability really provides another opportunity despite the challenges? Here I can give you uh, an example. We use in the world 500 billion disposable coffee cups every year. And the paradox here is that many people think, well, because it's in paper, it's made of paper, it's recyclable. Well, this is in fact not true because to make it work, you need to coat inside plastic polyethylene. And to your question, how we reinvent things at IMCD? Well, working with one of our partners who is developing interesting processes around pulp and paper products in Scandinavia, we started to search for new materials and we came up with the idea to use a natural polymer, which is normally used in detergent tablets. And with this partner, we were able to apply this natural polymer inside the coffee cup. I cannot reveal names because this is being patented at the moment, but the consequence of this is working with specialty material and an innovative partner, we are able now and very proud that soon we can help this customer put on the market coffee uh, cups, which are truly and 100% recyclable. That's typically the attitude and the mindset we have. Do you think it's very important when you take on talent that there should be that understanding that this sustainability is critical? Even in, in order to attract these young talents, we need to show that we are, look, exactly. we are actually exactly. doing exactly. something for a sustainable yeah. future. I mean, I don't think a 20-year-old guy would, or, or girl would choose us basically, if we are not doing anything sustainable, yeah? We need to show a clear commitment to, uh, to the society here. And I think this is, a, this, is a, this is a very interesting point for us as a company, and it's a very interesting um, point for, for the industry uh, in, in general. You really are putting your money where your mouth is and using your unique position between the supplier and the customer to, do, to have that influence, to drive that change. I, I always come back to this because I hear a lot of these, these words that define IMCD, co-creation, the entrepreneurial spirit, the daring, the freedom, uh, the international mindset. Um, so I again have to come back and, 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 and ask you if each of you sees one particular element as being instrumental in keeping IMCD on the path to sustainability, what would it be and, and why? I think at IMCD, we don't look at the world as a set of constraints, but as a set of opportunities and challenges. A visible, honest commitment, demonstrated and documented, uh, honest commitment to, uh, to sustainability. Basically, we want to create, let's say, these sustainable solutions because this is basically our future. If we don't have these sustainable uh, 
products in our portfolio, if we don't have the arguments that uh, we have, if we don't provide the solutions, yeah, we cannot create this value. And sustainable solutions are, are really, a lot of opportunities are there and a lot of value is behind it. And we, all our people really embrace this. We are solution driver, we have expertise, uh, but most of all, we have uh, the trust and the link with uh, great supplier and great customers. That is helping us and making our life easier because when you have great supplier and great customer and great people, uh, you know, we cannot fail. I think it's been absolutely fascinating conversation for me, gentlemen, and particularly because you have brought out exactly where your added value as a distributor, but as IMCD, of course, as well, is in really influencing, having that dialogue, having those conversations, driving the debate, but not just that, finding the solutions. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk sustainability with you. I'm going to remind our viewers and our listeners that, of course, this is the third in a series of five podcasts that tackle some of the big topics impacting the industry today. And if you want to have your say or you have any question at all, don't forget you can just email podcast at imcdgroup.com. So if you've enjoyed today, if you've enjoyed the other episodes, join us for the next one in which we will focus on innovation. It's a buzzword, and we're going to unpack what that buzzword means for a distributor, but specifically for IMCD. So don't miss it.